Hey guys, welcome back to Life's Mess Podcast. Changed the intro sound, kinda. Um, I had the boo button, and then it said my SD card got messed up, and uh, so the boo button's gone, but I added laughter or something. But today, I'm sitting here with Dylan Charbonneau. What's up? Yeah, so me and Dylan went to high school together, well, from fourth grade on. Um, Dylan reached out to me, said he thought he'd had a pretty cool uh, or interesting um look at everything so i didn't see it for like two weeks but here we are so dylan how you doing i'm doing good man um i'm going back to school on saturday you guys are going back to school already well i'm going in early because i have a i have a lease at the uh at the fraternities chapter house oh, so i get okay. to move in early and kind of hang out with the boys for a little bit sounds like a blast yeah, yeah. um but yeah that's kind of you were asking me before about about college and um yeah, at first I got there and I felt like a, a little fish in a very big pond, so mm-hmm. to speak, coming from here where it's like I knew, I've known you since fourth grade yeah. and we graduated together and everything else. So kind of having to go there and readjust and um, carve out a little spot for myself, yeah. so to speak. Well, from like from your stories and everything I've seen, it seems like you've kind of made made a little niche for yourself at college. Yes. Um, being Because like, isn't it, I don't know how... I don't have any of that works to be honest. So like, um, before we started, you were saying it was everything you expected it to be and nothing at all. So right. like, do you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah. So I was expecting, um, luckily I got a good roommate and I, I, I was, so I was a little apprehensive about that, but I was expecting, um, something a little bit more similar to high school and where I could kind of blow off the school and just get by. But this was the first time, uh, this was kind of the first time where I went to school and I wasn't the smartest kid in the room, so to speak. And so that was a, that was definitely a transition for me. Um, actually having to go to school, uh, like wake up and go to class. Cause there's nobody to tell you like mom's not going to come in your room and wake you up, but yeah, actually getting to class and then, um, studying for exams and, and whatever else that was a, that was a n- new experience for me. And it was, it was kind of stressful, but I made it work. Yeah. I mean, honestly, even since we've started talking, you kind of had an ego in high school and I feel like your ego has gone. Yeah. Um, you're much more laid back in a sense of like, you kind of seemed like you were better than everybody else. If that makes sense. Yes. Yes. Definitely a, a sense of entitlement. And it was, uh, it was on display for everybody to see <laughs> if, that's, that's in a, case you didn't notice. Yeah. But like you seem very different and like you grew, feel, I feel like you grew up a little bit in just the little bit that we've chatted since we've been down here. Yes. Um, so like how long into the, the school year before you were in the frat? So the, the first week they throw, uh, all the, all the chapters, all the fraternities on campus, they throw a big welcome week party and they try to get all the freshmen in and they, you know, they say, here's free booze and, and girls and everything else. And at first it seems like it's kind of shady what they do because it seems like they're they're just doing it out of the kindness of their heart, but what they're actually doing is they're trying to like sell you because so to join a fraternity you have to pay there's dues like my dues are six hundred and twenty five dollars a semester. Holy shit! Yeah, yeah, yeah. So at first it just seems like you're you're just being welcomed into this environment and you are, but at the same time they are um it's a business and so they're trying to they're trying to sell you they're trying to get you to buy and it worked but um so that. To answer your question, though, the first week there's a welcome week party, and then um, there's a whole process where you have to go, 
you're called a PNM, a potential new member. And then you're doing that for a couple of weeks and just coming around the house and meeting the guys. And then, uh, you officially become a pledge. And then, um, during pledge, that's like two months and you have to, um, you have to be at the house every day. And there's like a class where you have to go and learn about Theta Chi. My, my fraternity is Theta Chi, by the way. But, um, we had to go twice a week and learn about Theta Chi and like, uh, the history and the rituals and, and everything else. So it, it wasn't just kind of an excuse to, you know, just like mess around and, and get drunk all the time. There was actually some work that went into it and that was two months. Um, uh, I know there's a there's a big stigma around hazing and and things like that. That was my next question. Yeah. Was there any hazing? Um, I think there were there were a couple team building exercises, but I I wouldn't I wouldn't consider anything hazing. I never got, I never had to do anything weird. Nothing uh, nothing went in my butt. So <laughs> I survived that. <laughs> you seem a little scarred. Like maybe something did go in your butt, man. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. I was gonna say I didn't get a no. <laughs> um dude that i mean now that you say it like that it makes sense like these team building exercises were they actually like team building exercises or was it just kind of embarrassing things you had to do like some of them some of them were just like embarrassing things um like we had to um we had to distribute our if our mom had social media we had to distribute that to the brothers so that was that was uh that was fun but then there were other ones where we had to do like um they called it breakfast club, but it's where we all have to sleep at the house. And then they, uh, some of the, the brothers wake, wake us up at 4am and we have to do like a, like a three mile run and do pushups and stuff like that. And then, uh, some of the other ones that were drinking based, like everybody had to, had to drink a four loco and pretty much suffer through that together. So that's, that's kind of like the, the bond that it builds is like, yeah, you have to do these, these things that you would rather not do on a Wednesday morning when you have class, but everybody else is there. So it kind of it builds that it builds that bond in a way and it was cool. like it builds that bond in the sense of they all had to do the same thing in a way right okay but um so yeah that was that was pledging um you kind of got a i'm trying to think of a pg way to say this but kind of you have to be almost like a pet in a, in a little way like you got to do what the brothers say if somebody needs a beer or something you got to go get them get them what they want you're, you're a get me guy yes yeah yes and then um so after about November, November was when we got initiated and there's an initiation at a chapel and there's a whole ceremony that goes with it. And so once we did that, we officially became members and, uh, that's what I've been doing ever since. And since then we've had new pledges and those guys were pretty cool. The guys we got in, in the spring and I'm, I'm loving it ever since, because honestly, there's the, there, there's the thing that people say like, no, you're a frat guy. You pay for your friends. And it's 100% true. I definitely do pay for my friends, but I would rather pay that money and like the friends and all the memories and the experiences that I've had were worth every bit of the amount of money that I paid. Okay. In my opinion. That, that's a good, that was another question I had was like, cause I knew you were in the frat. Um, was it worth it? Like, so you would definitely say that that like, if you're even the littlest bit interested, try it out. Yes, of course. Of okay. Course, definitely try it out because. Sorry about that, ladies and gentlemen. My batteries died. We're back. Uh, seems like we're really loud now. Check, check. All right. Well, we were talking about my road trip thing, I think, right? Yes. 
I don't remember what what exactly we were saying because we just kind of finished that up a little bit. But like, I was just saying I felt caught in that paradox of wanting to be able to do it but not having the money or the like i'm kind of tied down a little bit with my job and the fact that i bought the car right but like that car would be a great vehicle to go on the road trip in because it gets decent gas mileage exactly but i'm at the point now where i'm like it would be so cool to get like a truck and put the camper on the back and just drive the truck park it somewhere sleep in the camper not have to pay for you know a hotel or anything yeah but I mean, I've had some some limited experiences, like with with trips and stuff like that. And it's always, personally, like I'll play devil's advocate. I think you, I think you should do it. And I know it's it's tough because now you you're just kind of getting settled into like this environment of like you're about to go out on your own and and uh, make something of yourself. But it's like I said, you're only 20 years old once, mm-hmm. and you're gonna look. I think you're gonna look back on it, and if you have memories of if you have memories like though, I think those are going to be more valuable to you in a sense, but I understand, I I, like, I understand at the same time, like having a nice job, having your lady and everything else. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It like it just makes it hard because I have to take, I have to take all that stuff into consideration. I can't just walk out. Right. Um, no matter sometimes how appealing that seems like being an adult at this point in my life, it's kind of depressing. Yeah. Um, oh, because yeah. I just get into a routine and um, I grind away all day, come home, and I don't feel like doing anything. And I do that. I've done that for over a year now. Right. Um, which I've gone on vacations and stuff like that. Like I'm planning on going to Myrtle Beach in October if I can get the time off. Right. And it's going to be unpaid because I haven't been working at Clayzac long enough. But like, it's just it's a dumb paradox for young people. And like, I, I told Maria the other day, um, that's my girlfriend. Um, I was like, I almost wish I went to college, but like one that wasn't super expensive and I could just grind away all summer for one summer, put it all into my savings. And then the next summer go on that road trip. Right. Like it's, uh, uh, I think Ohio university is a, is a, is an outlier in that sense because it really is like, it's like an adult Disneyland in a sense where everybody, um, the majority of the people that are out drinking and, um, just hanging out, having fun, like none of, most of those people are under the age of 21. So mm-hmm. it just kind of like, it's just this unsaid kind of dynamic of Ohio university where it's like, this is, it's like a, it's like a little Las Vegas and there's, there's not really any rules. And as long as you're, as long as you're not being a nuisance, it just, uh, like it's awesome but it's it offers a lot of distractions at the same time like i hear like it's it's kind of like that saying like i i hear that i'm really fun at bars and parties and stuff i hear that i'm that i'm awesome but if you ask me to remember most of those nights i couldn't i couldn't tell you anything about mm-hmm. it and that's kind of what it, like you were saying like you would rather like experience that fun and uh be able to remember it so that's i think that's something i need to I'm definitely looking looking to work on coming into the the the, the next school year because I, I cannot afford financially or just mentally to be doing that all the time. Yeah, I get that. Um, do you, I remember this is a question I wanted to ask about IB? Like, even though you got expelled, like if you were to have completed the course, which is it something that you would recommend? 
to kids that have that available to them? No, and here's why. Because um, I did it. Nate did it. Um, I'm not. I'm, I'm not sure if you know Sophia. Uh, I knew him. Yes. I've never met him in person. And there was a. Uh, so of of the guys that I went to school with in that class, three of them, including me, are at Ohio University. Uh, one of them enlisted in the Marine Corps, and he got his IB diploma and everything. Didn't go to college, just enlisted in the Marine Corps. And then um, another guy I know is at. Ohio State Mansfield, and then a um, couple kids at the College of Worcester, and then everybody else is not in school. Mm-hmm. So, looking back on it, like for all the work that they've made us do and everything else, it didn't it didn't really amount to anything. Like I could have just stayed at Waynedale and gotten the grades and kind of just messed around, and it would it would have put me in the same spot, so to speak. So mm-hmm. I I personally don't recommend it, but if you're one of the, it's unique to the individual though. Like if you're somebody that uh, is very academically minded and then you can go into that do the schoolwork and then do the outside stuff in terms of like getting scholarships and applying and everything else then yeah it could be to your advantage but i i didn't i didn't really see it that way yeah i mean from my perspective i got an honors diploma at window and i don't know i don't even know where it could have got me because i didn't apply to college at all i knew because like i said i knew it was what i didn't want to do did it make you feel special that that nice printed piece of paper um they make you feel accomplished i felt a little bit accomplished but at the same time i was like it's a stamp yeah i i, I tell myself it looks good on a resume because i put that on my resume like per, i'm like i worked for this i'm gonna put it on there right um but like in reality it was just taking some extra classes and i think i had to score so high on my act right you just checked a box mm-hmm. and like at that like even with the act i'm not using it i just be like i can be like oh hey i got x number on the acd right swoop de doo i'm like whoa not like my job looked at that i'm not even right. sure if they called my references right like there's a lot of high school that's it, i feel I, I think it's just adult babysitting yes i i've said that exact term before it's just a, a place for but to be fair there's a lot of kids that we've met in high school that probably needed babysat if you think mm-hmm. about it because there were a lot of kids that um and I was I was never this bad, but there were always kids that would like, uh, for the sake of like a joke, or if they thought they were being funny, they would like, uh, like uh, were prone to these random outbursts, or like tried to be like class clown in a sense, mm-hmm. or just kids that were lawless, just running, running the hallways, or like just going vaping in the bathroom every period. I think it has its worth. I just feel like they need to acknowledge that it's adult babysitting, because right. anymore you don't use anything like. I don't feel like I've used a whole lot past sixth grade. No. Or eight education. Um, I and just I, haven't. And I can, I can be uh, something like having gone to college and, and gotten all my gen eds out of the way. Like I did uh, like my freshman English class and uh, my math. My math was like calculus and stuff, but I didn't really learn that in high school anyways. So I found that you like nothing there was nothing from high school in particular that really prepared me academically for college i think it's a different thing entirely so for them to sorry i hear that background and for some reason every time i talk it turns off and i don't know why is it my is it my microphone i don't know like i've had some problems with all this recently um we're gonna need to up the uh the videography budget a little bit (laughs) i'm 
I was gonna go to Walmart yesterday and I was gonna look for like a tripod for my phone to just sit on and I was like you know I should get a new phone too if I'm gonna be doing this right the problem is I don't make any money well I do but it's like one cent a view of my ad that I made when I was hella sick there you go that's passive income right there <laughs> I'm not at the point where the IRS is gonna come after me let's just say that right right we'll get it there though yeah um but yeah, like to be honest like there was multiple classes i bs my way through in high school and like it's not that i didn't learn it it's just that i'm not going to ever apply it in my life no and the teachers a lot of, especially early on because the way they structure it is like your freshman and sophomore year you they teach you the state requirements they teach the test so that the teachers can keep their jobs and maybe get a raise after however many years if the union's nice to them mm-hmm. but then junior and senior year kind of gives you kind of gives you this opportunity especially at window they they don't really talk about it but it's for a lot of kids that are i don't want to like put anybody in a box here but they make it easy on purpose just so that you can like you can get in there they get to say that they that you graduated from this school and then they send you on your way into the world like they don't pass those first two years of like having to meet the state requirements i don't i don't really think there's anything it's just showing up at that point. Because mm-hmm. uh, I slept through bio with Bowers with an A. Exactly. I don't know anybody that didn't sleep through Bowers. Yeah. Um, Sorry, Todd. Bowers, you were an awesome dude. Your class is just super boring. Yeah. Um, junior year was a little... For me, up until the lockdown, it was a lot of work. But I took AP Gov. And... Yeah. A lot, some people would say that Gilmore was a joke with it. I thought he was a pretty decent teacher, but he also liked me. Yeah. So that makes a little bit of a difference. But I did put in the work. Like, I made sure I did all the papers and got them all done on time. So that was work. But, like, I I slid through senior year. Like, I wish yeah. I would have done the work program. Yeah, I was I was thinking that, too. Because seeing, seeing, like, kids leave at fourth period and, like, go make money while I'm sitting there in AP Gov with Reed Stanley is, like... Okay. Well, even on top of that, like seeing kids leave at lunchtime to go to work and me going to sit through like two of my study halls because I didn't want to take any of the other classes just to fill a study hall. And then like, because we weren't allowed to have more than one study hall, I had to do something with that time. So like I sat yeah. in Witter and Gilmore's class as a teacher's aide and the most I did was make coffee. Yeah. That's about all you're good for. <laughs> That's a that's another thing though with the with the teachers at Wayndale there's a there's an interesting dynamic where um your grade like the time your experience in that class is entirely dependent on the teacher's opinion of you which I think is wild because that I, is I don't want to put Wayndale yeah I don't want to put Wayndale on blast but um if you played a sport you were in, or if you were involved in an extracurricular or if you were just generally well liked or air quotes popular in that in that social setting it, it was so you much had easier. a plethora of chances exactly and you could there there was not a, a limit to how many times you could screw up or just not turn in an assignment or do anything else i did i did some stuff that was blatantly rude yeah like there was multiple times and they always came back to me and apologized i don't know if it's because they realized i was thinking more adultly and just doing things on my own will yes. and being like that's dumb as hell i'm not doing it right there's a time specific that i'm thinking of that i'm just not going to name drop <laughs> are you thinking of the same thing that i'm thinking of maybe 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 okay 
Um, give me a subject. Give me a school subject. The problem is, is if I give the subject, <laughs> it gives it away completely. Okay. Um, but like, I don't know. I just tried to act like an adult because that's what they told us to do. Really? Yeah. And then they treated us like children. Like, I hate that aspect is that they are like, act like adults. You're almost one or you're an adult now. Yeah. And then they're like, I'm going to hold your hand. It's like, no, let me make the mistake or as yeah. long as it's not dumb, but like, or let me make decisions for myself. Right. Like I was fully prepared to have that conversation because I would walk around with my mask off. Like I looked Richie in the eyes one day with my mask off. Yeah. And I was totally be like, no, this isn't her fault because I was in Metzger's class. Right. And I was like, no, this isn't her fault. I'm doing this upon my own will because I think it's dumb as hell. Yeah. I think personally, uh, Mr. Richie, I think he's built like a bag of salt and vinegar chips. And I, I, I'm sorry, but I, I refuse to respect the authority of a man that wears a suit that doesn't fit and a shiny dome piece. Yeah. Yeah. It, the teachers that treated me like an adult, I respected much more than I did the ones that babied me. Right. My thing with, okay. So my thing with Wayne Dale, right. Is this was, this was kind of the reason why I was so, abrasive in a sense and i it kind of i took issue with it because there's a every stereotypical like high school experience is that there's cliques and uh there's groups that you can fit in with and there's groups that you can't and there's people that rise above and there's people that are that are put down but i think it's it's that scenario is even more it's even more fine-tuned in a sense like it it falls under the microscope a little bit heavier when your school has like two three hundred kids in it so you could really easily tell, like, I'm, I'm going to use this as example, like the, um, the Witter kids, that's, I don't know how else to describe them, but the, the kids that were like up Witter's ass all day, like the football players and wrestlers that would just sit in there and, and do nothing like that, that group of kids, or just like, there, cause there were groups like that. that yeah. Well, and like there was people that he would let in his class yeah. at all times of the day. Um, I know exactly. I, I think I know what you're talking about, but I'm gonna let you continue. So yeah, there was just like there was groups like, like that on, like so there's like the Witter kids, and then there's there's other people that were kind of looked down upon because they didn't they didn't uh, like conform to that to that social strata. See, I think that's kind of where I felt like I didn't fit in. Yes, it's because like me and Witter are buddies. Like I would still say that like I could go chill out with him today. Yeah, I have nothing but respect for Witter. Um, I think he's a great guy. But there was definitely those people that, like, I know for a fact I wouldn't fit in with. Yeah. And, like, that's coming from me. And, like, even, like, hearing what you said earlier, like, I've, nobody really had anything bad to say about me. That's kind of odd that I don't feel like I would have fit in with certain people. At least yeah. in my own opinion. Well, it's... Because I... And it bothered me, too, because I, I, I didn't I didn't really seem to, to fit into that. So I had to find my friends elsewhere. But it was it was just annoying knowing that cause there there's, there's people that kind of like, they, they tread this line of like, they're not, they're not stupid. Like, uh, in a sense, like I was, I was a smart kid, so to speak. And like, I was good with grades and everything else by all means. And like, re like relatively well liked by the teachers, but there was just this aspect of my social life. I'll leave it at that. But that, um, that made it really hard to interact with some kids. Like I know there were some kids that I, I was collectively known throughout Waynedale as like a, a ne'er do well, a kid that uh, you didn't want to associate with, and that just always bothered me because at the at the end of the day, I wasn't I wasn't going out of my way to like uh, 
treat other people badly like mm-hmm. I, I i just made some life decisions independently like this is this is what i was doing i was kind of experimenting around with life so something big that i've noticed because i've friends with people that do the same recreational activity right um i feel like a lot of people thought i looked down on people like that like people that partied and stuff like that i'm like i could see that from from our perspective i could see that i never looked i just didn't want to be a part of it right like i didn't want to be around it and i didn't want to be a part of it and that's kind of where i drew the line um and so like i just kind of kept myself but like i never looked down upon you guys for it did i agree with it no i didn't of course but i and of course with that comes a little bit of judgment but i tried not to let that judgment affect how i looked at those people literally right. or treated them well from 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 the outside looking in like there were a lot of kids that uh gave off the perception like they were the the golden boys or, or whatever like the bet like the like the girls that were the the nicest church girls and stuff or the the best athletes and everything else but uh i like it wasn't uncommon for me to see those exact kids at the same parties and the same functions that mm-hmm. I was at. So for that, but it was just like a switch. Like they would, they could turn it off and at school they were somebody else. And then outside of school, they were their real self. And I see, I wanted to be the same way on both ends, but I also didn't want to seem like the asshole that was going to judge for that. Right. And I, I didn't care. Like I, w- I was pretty open about it in school. Mm-hmm. Like I was, I was open about um, my activities and, and what I was doing. And uh, people, people didn't like that like the fact that i was that i was comfortable talking about it and uh i felt like there was a there was an apprehensiveness about it i feel like there's also a stigma that goes with that yes so i think that probably had something to do with it but i don't think it's right and it does bother me that i like i know some people thought of me in the sense of like i judged them for that and um that bothered me a little bit uh and like there was certain activities i did get invited to and like i would go for a bit and then i would leave and then people got upset by that right i'm like i'm just removing myself from like i'm making showing face and i'm removing myself from the situation i don't want to be in right and that's the best that's probably the best uh position to be in because that's really what it is like i said earlier it's a a big part of that is like the social aspect of it Mm -hmm. because it's like well in turn that just pushed me away from those people Right. And then I think that's where that stigma kind of started of, oh, Jared judges those people for that. Right. Whereas some, like I went head first into that and it was, it gave me a sense of community in a sense, but it, I think it was false. I think it was a false sense of belonging in it because it was like, well, I, I tried to justify it. I tried to justify it in, in various different ways is like, well, my buddies are doing this, so I, I don't see anything wrong with it. But at the same time, it, it uh, it definitely affected me, and I I noticed towards the end of my high school days that it it uh, it was starting to fall apart. Like, uh, so I I'd played soccer for several most of my life, and then um, I noticed progressively that uh, turns out after you you start slamming bush lights and vaping every day, um, your physical condition is not as good. Who would have thought? But um, so trying to trying to run at practice and. Um, like I, I was so I was just obnoxious about it. Like I would I would put like a pinch of Copenhagen in my lip mm-hmm. as we were doing laps, and I would always like I wouldn't be the slowest, but I wouldn't be the fastest, and it was just kind of like because junior year, uh, I was I was lucky enough to be made a captain, and like I I started all four years, and like that was my sport, and that that was what I was passionate about. But then in, instead of that, especially after COVID and stuff, uh, 
I kind of it took a backseat to these stupid activities that I was doing with my buddies that didn't that didn't pose any benefit to me, and it ended up resulting in me storming off and uh, quitting. I quit soccer right before we we had a game against Ritman, and I was I was told that I wasn't going to play the position that I had always played, and uh, me being the the self-absorbed person that i was i was i was not kind with that and uh i said all right i'm gone and then i i walked up the field and i that's that's one that i still regret to this day of like putting putting my own ego ahead of just uh playing playing a position that i wouldn't have been bad at and just generally being able to help the team but at the same time i had um so i left that kind of i took that with a grain of salt but I was still good with all the soccer guys, and I, I was cordial with them at school and whatever else. But it was cool to um, – I kind of had a second home, and I was able to kick for the football team so, with varying degrees of success. But it was cool to um, – I'm sorry. That was yeah. – I was just thinking of different times. That was very funny. Yeah, and it was – but it was cool. It was like the dynamic of the football team and the soccer team are two, two very different. Two very different types of coaches, two very different types of players, like um, – so just to just to be able to come and I would I would go to football practice like once a week. It was like third if the game's on Friday, I would show up on Thursday and run like run field goals, PAT and and uh, like kickoffs and stuff like that. And that was it. And then I was done. And then but instead of like and I would I would look over and I would see the soccer guys practicing and obviously I would never admit it to them and if you're listening this don't take the headphones off or whatever, but I I did genuinely miss it. I I missed it and uh it kind of it was a little bit bitter to see the the soccer guys practicing and, and playing games and stuff but there was there was also times where it was just too much like there was a there was a couple soccer games that we would have on Fridays and uh, like Sir Nigley would be like well, what are you doing here because Friday night's football and I was the only kicker or the only one that could kick a ball on that team so I and I chose football every time and looking back on it I don't regret that decision but it definitely made it harder because I couldn't I couldn't be all in on, on one thing I kind of I was trying to play both and it was physically taxing and it was uh, I couldn't in the eyes of the coaches because I had if I didn't go to football practice one day Lou would be like where are you at like this is not acceptable but then at the same time if I went to football practice I'd hear about it from Sir Niglia the next day and be like you weren't at soccer practice so it's like i couldn't i couldn't please anybody by doing both mm-hmm. and it just with everything else going on it, it was just it proved to be too much and so uh i got out of there but it was it was cool it and it it showed me that um uh, my, that my habits had like direct physical consequences that mm-hmm. that was the main thing is that it's like this is resulting in in poor athletic performance which is something that i prided myself on in high school mm-hmm. i've kind of like formed an identity around that but then that identity switched from being a soccer player and uh, and everything else to just kind of being an asshat running around with my buddies and getting up to trouble yeah um i think i think i'm probably gonna wrap it up here but like i yeah. really appreciate you coming on and you definitely brought an interesting perspective and it was good to catch up with you because, like I said, dude, you've changed a whole lot since a year and four months ago or whatever it happened to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think you should be proud of yourself. Thank and, you, um, Yeah, like, you definitely need to 
you, you, there's always work to be done on yourself, but of course, give yourself some props. I appreciate it. Yeah. Also, uh, if it if it's not too much trouble, I'd like to come back. Maybe maybe do an update after uh, after fall semester. Let you okay. know how that's going. Yeah, that's fine with me, dude. I'll, have plenty, I'll totally I'll have, have you back on because I think I think this is a good deep episode. Um, and like I haven't had one like this. I, you had something to tell. Like I feel like you came in here knowing what you wanted to say. Yes. Um, and that makes it easier for me to ask the questions because I'm not sitting here going like, oh, okay, so what should I bring up next? Right. Like that's right. been my struggle since I've started is I don't feel like a whole lot of people have come in here knowing what they wanted to say. They've just relied on me to have all the questions. Right. Well, that's, that's I recognize it as more so than just an opportunity to talk to you, but an opportunity to like speak. Like you have a medium of, uh, of for people to be able to express themselves mm-hmm. and like talk about their lives. And I think that's a, that's definitely a, a healthy outlet. And I look forward to see where, it, where it yeah. goes, man. Like, it's i'm not struggling to keep the motivation to keep going it's just hard to like keep the same energy up when i don't see the same results right um because like i had a really good episode it would have been two weeks ago on friday and then my episode from last friday isn't doing as well like at all um like i and i why do you you think that is i have no idea because i i guess i didn't really it Preston Miller had just gotten back and I wanted to have him on so he could talk about Poland and stuff. He went to Poland. I don't know if you knew that. I, I knew he was in the service. I didn't I got, really caught up with him. He got deployed to Poland this spring sometime and he just got back at the beginning of July. Um, right on. He hates it in Poland. He said it was a <laughs> shithole. <laughs> could have told him that. <laughs> but so like I had him on. I wanted to get him all ca- or catch anybody that wanted to listen caught up on that and um it just kind of sucks to not see those same results because like to me it was a fun episode to record um because it was it was just kind of me and my buddies you know talking into a mic just having a conversation right but it was the same thing that i did two weeks ago it was just a new person right so i'm thinking it might have something to do with a new person but um living in wayne county makes that hard and like i don't have the outlet to go get like the same people that like rogan has obviously because right he has an audience much bigger than mine. That is that is the premise of this episode. Is um, if you're here, if you're living here, leave while you can. Get out. That. Well, that and there's always work to be done on yourself. Correct. Um, but yeah, like beyond that, I don't really know why. But I'm just gonna keep going because if I just keep going, eventually somebody's gonna like it and tell their friend, and then that friend's gonna tell somebody. Like, it's bound to blow up. It's just a matter of how long. Oh my god, dude! Trust me, I'm. When this episode airs, I'm I'm gonna send it out to the to the fraternity, okay, and all my buddies and everything else, and they're gonna listen, and um, I think I think you're gonna experience a little bit more viewership. I think okay. that's something that I can offer to you is like just purely through my social connections is something it might be able to help the mm-hmm. help this little business of yours grow. Well, I really appreciate that because like I, I obviously I've had people on, but I feel like I'm very limited to Wayne County, right, and like Wando High School specifically right so like the only other the only two i've had two other people on that i've never met before and like grant i've met you before but like that was uh ben nips and Braden coulter and mm-hmm. like both those episodes ben nips is probably one of my better performing episodes over time just because it had like almost 100 views or it was like, it was 80 some views um in like two weeks 
it's that notoriety it's that wayne county sports fame yeah and then like from there actually from there is when my viewership really went down for some reason and then it went to a slump but i'm thinking it had something to do with school being let out right um because that was around the time like a couple months a couple weeks after that is when a lot of schools let out and i'm hoping that that like school coming back in soon will get people listening in again yeah um that was the only trend i've seen over time is that when schools let out is when my viewership tanked right well saying is how i could be some people perceive me as a divisive figure you you might get some viewers who are here to hear me speak and then you might just get others that want to listen and just hope that i say something stupid so either way it poses it poses a benefit to you okay well i like i said i appreciate you coming on and um being that you reached out to me means a lot because you're one of two um yes. the other being the Braden coulter um great guy but like i i really want people to reach out to me because then i feel like if they reach out to me they have something to say i'm yes. not just asking the same three or four people to come on every time and it shows that it's working like what you're doing is producing results in the sense that it's mm -hmm. not just you having to get people to come in here and facilitate this this you know environment there's people that want to participate and i think that's cool yeah and like like i said you this episode was a whole hell of a lot easier than i thought it was going to be because i wasn't yeah. sure if you're going to come in and have something to say or like facilitate me to like talk yeah. And like, cause you asking questions and then me responding and then having something in there makes it so easy and so much more fun to record than me just reaching for answers and reaching for answers. Right. It was less so in my opinion. It, I, it, I didn't want it to be a, a podcast. I didn't want it to be a, like a Q and a, in a sense. I just wanted to sit here and have a conversation with you. Catch up yeah. pretty much. Yeah. Like that's, that's what a lot of them tend to end up being as a Q and a, because like, I don't know if it, I had a conversation with me before we started. I'm like, I don't, I just feel like I need to get better at making conversation. She's like, you're not bad at making conversation. Right. Is I, I, I get, but if you have to trudge, like pull this person along and try to like bring it out of them, it's, it's obviously a lot more difficult. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like, and if I have the same people on every time, it's just not as interesting. So exactly. Unless we have something to talk about, like to just do hours of research, which I don't have time to do. So, right. Yeah. But anyways, um, thank you for coming on. Do you have any, closing um words if you're listening out there and you're going you're an incoming freshman or you're you're going to school at ou uh we have a welcome week party uh, august 24th for, for when the school starts come down meet some of the boys uh it's a great environment and other than that just kind of um, keep going yeah you do you that, that i think that was a good another like point of this episode was just keep going keep moving right um but if you guys enjoyed this episode thanks for listening um dylan it was great having you on really appreciate it hell yeah man. Um, thanks for inviting like i said i'd like to have you on again in the fall or whenever it suits for both of us yeah um yeah i'm available on spotify apple podcasts um instagram is life's mess podcast uh on spotify and apple it's life's mess with jared hummer um upload once a week so this will be out on all my socials and stuff too so if you're if you know me but you don't know jared you'll be able to get this podcast and you'll be able to listen to some of this tomfoolery. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't tomfoolery, but yeah. Anyways, <laughs> thanks for listening guys. And I'll see you guys on the next one.